Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's February 19th. 1996, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. So it was today in history in 1996 that Michael Jackson sang the poignant lyrics, What about animals? We've turned kingdoms to dust. What about elephants? Have we lost their trust? An important message about human pachyderm relations that he delivered from a cherry picker suspended over a bunch of children dressed in rags representing the suffering of the world or something. And at that very moment, Jarvis Cocker invaded the stage, bent over and made a sort of wafting fart gesture, either ruining or massively improving the climactic moment of that year's Brit Awards. Yes, this was a defining moment, I think, for anyone of my generation in Britain in particular, because, you know, I was born in 1981. So 1996, I am 15 years old. I am both an enormous fan of Britpop and I've grown up with Michael Jackson, yeah. all my first, you know, cassette, CD, everything. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. So for me, even now watching back this clip of Jarvis Cocker invading the stage at the Brit Awards, I'm torn because on the one hand, I absolutely applaud the sentiment here, Mm. which is, this is embarrassing and we need to puncture this. But at the same time, you know, Michael Jackson is equally, if not more, of an icon than Jarvis Cocker. Mm. And I almost watched the performance kind of wanting it not to happen. (laughs) Like, I know it's about to happen, but I thought, like, it starts so well. Like, he's doing all the stuff you want from Michael Jackson. You know, there's a big illuminated giant swirling image of the earth. His silhouette comes on. He's got the gloves. He's got the white socks. (laughs) And then he just starts pretending to be Jesus. I think the staging would definitely attract some blowback now. (laughs) You know, the music video is iconic. And I think the reason that it worked is because even though it does portray a lot of oppressed groups because it's you know it's filmed or you know like a cinematic quality there's a certain level of authenticity that they're able to achieve kind of the bosnian refugees and the sort of indigenous people it doesn't translate to a stage setting at all the visual of the crowd of extras you know you've got people dressed kind of in rags like they're homeless other people in different ethnic dress you've got like african women in head ties men in loincloths you've got people in native american costume and they're literally crying they're really acting they're emoting there's little six-year-old children with tears down the face going what about us (laughs) and reaching for michael jackson as if he can solve all their problems (laughs) yeah i mean to give the historical context of where particularly michael jackson and jarvis cocker are in their careers so jackson was in the middle of attempting to rebuild his public image after the first child abuse allegation had emerged in 1993 and the pulp frontman Jarvis Cocker meanwhile was still riding high off the back of 1995's Different Class which was the album that had Common People and Disco 2000 and so on on it and the way that the 
task of organizing the Brit Awards worked at this time was that they were handed from major label to major label. And so one year it would be Universal and then Warner and then Polygram and so on. And this was the turn of Sony. And they decided to really celebrate their major artist, who was Michael Jackson, by handing him the Artist of a Generation Award, a new award Whoa. that they'd just yeah. come up with. <laughs> this pissed me off even at the time. Yeah. So again, like being an enormous Michael Jackson fan, whenever Jackson was on telly, I'd tune in. And I'd got fed up. I mean, I was a fan, and I'd got fed up that every time he was at an award ceremony, he blatantly would only turn up if they created a special one for him. <laughs> I'd always be sitting there at home thinking, oh, please don't show us all the white girls crying in Germany yeah. again just before you came on, the fainting and the, you know, the statue and the Thames. Oh all of the sort of, like, clearly kind of part showmanship, part mental illness that accompanied all of his performances. Mm-hmm. We'd just be like, you don't need to do that. So in this case, to presage his presentation of this award... Bob Geldof came on. I mean, again, Jesus delusion writ large, isn't it? And said, when his feet move, you can see God dancing. And then he'd come on and be all humble and be like, oh, I love you. No, I love you. So it was really irritating. Yeah. I mean, you can understand why if you're in the room and you've legitimately, like Jarvis Cocker, legitimately been nominated for three awards, yeah. just sitting through that is a bit of an audience. Plus also it? Cocker had had to sit through two rehearsals prior to this. So he'd already got his back up and on the night he was just steaming, I suppose, potentially in more ways than one, yeah. <laughs> um, and and felt like he had to do something about this. Yeah, I mean, fundamentally, it's, I guess it's a culture clash, isn't it? Like, this is the height of yes. Britpop. You know, Oasis, Pulp and Blur were in the running for best album, best single and best group. And that whole aesthetic of Britpop, you know, working class, again, aesthetically, if not always literally, is rock and roll, it's down to earth, it's tongue in cheek, it's thinking man's lout. It's so at odds with everything that Michael Jackson represented, particularly at this time, the superficial, self-important glamour of American pop. You know, he's already there to pick up this ridiculous made-up award. And then this is how he described Earth Song when it came out the previous year. He said... This is my chance to pretty much let people hear the voice of the planet. And now here he is with his Jesus robe arm. He's standing out with his arms in the crucifix posture with children sort of pawing at him adoringly. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is a lot. And so, and as you mentioned, Cocker had already seen this. And he said, you know, this was him talking about the rehearsal. He said, I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. I found it extremely distasteful and crap. <laughs> <laughs> but then apparently it was Candida, the keyboard player from Pulp, who was sitting around the table with them after a few drinks whilst this performance was happening saying to Jarvis yeah but you won't do anything about it though will you (laughs) which sort of egged him on to get on the stage the best detail about this which I absolutely adore is that it wasn't just him so he got up on the stage and apparently Tricky and Mushroom from Massive Attack were en route to join him and got stopped by bouncers so he wiggles his bum in his zipped cardigan he does not moon him my whole life, mm. I thought Jarvis Cocker mooned. He doesn't moon. He just bends over and wafts his hands as if to imply breaking wind. Yeah, and then he has to keep sort of running away because the security guards are fairly fast upon him. He ran backstage where he was then arrested. The The cops then took him away. Crucially, the the head of Sony, Gary Farrow, was, was getting the support of the tabloid editors to Michael Jackson's side. He'd apparently popped some champagne for them and was telling the story about why Michael Jackson was a terrible victim and everyone should feel sorry for him. Yeah, Jackson's statement 
about the incident doesn't do much to you know undercut the idea that he was overblown and self-important and grandiose he said he was sick and sad and shocked upset cheated and angry about what which fundamentally was just having, for that one. yeah i mean jarvis cocker waved his ass in his general direction i mean it's a little bit much and obviously that in itself is not a crime the actual police investigation that resulted was to do with these frankly trumped up allegations that he had hurt some of the child performers who were on the stage he possibly trod on a girl's foot that's the closest i could find something he might have done uh, the night our dreams were pulped was the headline in the daily mail referring to the kids who'd who'd had their dreams smashed i mean come on you get to perform with michael jackson yeah. and jarvis cocker how's that losing your dream uh, he's off his cocker was the headline in the sun nice. i mean i suppose to be fair we forget this now despite this being the era of Britpop, earth song was Michael Jackson's biggest selling song in the UK ever. It had been a huge hit here. 1.2 million copies, six weeks at number one, including holding off Wonderwall by Oasis and the Beatles comeback single Free as a Bird um, and being Christmas number one. So although, um, you know, you could argue that uh, the likes of The Sun and The Daily Mail were bought into the Jackson camp, you could see how maybe they would think that their readers were the people who bought the single and they'd be upset that Jackson's charitable message had been trashed. But what was quite interesting was by the end of the week, Jarvis Cocker was appearing on TFI Friday with Chris Evans. Also one of the uh, tabloids, The Mirror, flipped um, and having initially come down pro-Michael Jackson, they, they eventually switched to Cocker's side in part because... Michael Jackson tended to feed his stories about his own sort of weird life um, to the sun. And so they were like, well, you know, screw you. If you're not giving us anything, then we'll pretty much tear you down, which is the most tabloid attitude there is, I suppose. Um, But (laughs) in the end, it's incredible that the reason why Cocker managed to get off was because he was saved by David Bowie, who on the night was receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award and had brought his own... A real award. A real real award, an actual (laughs) award. um, And he'd brought his own um, camera crew to celebrate the moment. And so he had loads and loads of footage that really was able to demonstrate that Jarvis Cocker hadn't done anything to hurt any children and immediately all of the charges were dropped. I mean, the video evidence is one thing, Arian, but I think you're minimalising the impact of the Daily Mirror's Justice for Jarvis campaign, which came complete with T-shirts sported by his celebrity backers. But yeah, on the 11th of March, he reported back to Kensington Station where he was informed there would be no prosecution. The charge had been, I think it was assault occasioning actual bodily harm, but obviously there was no evidence for it. The fun thing is that outside the police station, rival Pulp and Jackson fans had gathered to, you know, cheer and boo respectively and i think cocker's press conference stands up actually as well like he was funny and wry but also low-key about it you know when he was sort of given the opportunity really to slag off michael jackson he said i wish him well i hope he sorts his problems out yeah and he was asked whether he'd do it again if he had his time over and he said probably not he said it's not exactly something you'd put out on your cv is it child warrior (laughs) (laughs) now This episode first aired last year exclusively to members of Club Retrospectors. Join today and unlock a new episode this Sunday. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. (laughs) When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.